You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. Your fave podcast for all things dating and relationships. A one-stop pod shop for the latest trends, reality TV, and celebrity couple gossip. Plus, everything we've got going on in our own love lives. We're your village, and we think you can't date or relate without us. And you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you the expertise and guests who are filled with all the answers that'll take some guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our pod with your friends so we can help grow the village even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend. It's time again to talk about celebrities and their love lives because it makes the regular people's drama feel way less complicated. Ladies, who are we talking about today? Okay, guys, we are going to talk about um, the Golden Bachelor's tarnished reputation, Gwyneth Paltrow's consciously coupling up with ex-GF and Gigi Hadid, and Bradley Cooper's relationship is on steroids. <laughs> so let's start with the Golden Bachelor because we talked- More like Viagra. <laughs> or maybe- uh, How old is he that you think he needs that? Uh, he's a year older than I am. Well, well, oh, yeah. well, depending on how much he's drinking, okay, he probably well, needs it. Um, I'm pretty sure that he is famously in uh, AA. So is he sober? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I'm sure he did. Or I also it depends on how much she wants to go. He, she is much younger, so maybe he needs some help. Let's talk about the Golden Bachelor. Speaking of knocking the boots and being old, <laughs> he is definitely Viagra. Sick, you guys. Think. But you guys, right? he has like a tarnished reputation now. You know, shit like this comes out when you become famous, especially if you like go from zero to 100 in the fame world. I'm, so, I'm surprised it took this long. Do you think they kept this woman at bay until after the show? Do you think yes. they like. Yes, they keep her private. Don't they take your phones from you and stuff? No, no, no but no. it's not that. It's like, I mean, he could keep everything private, but the, she didn't speak out, let's just say. I don't think they could have silenced her because she would have had to tip somebody off for them to silence her. But I do think there was a lot of news swirling around that she only came out to be relevant when he became very successful because the timing was very um, connected, mm-hmm. if you would yeah. say. But, well, Jen, yeah. you did our you did our Bachelor episode so give us a recap of what's going on here yeah well so he they painted a picture of him being like the squeaky clean guy who is a widower who hasn't dated in a zillion years it's out of practice that's why like 40 years right no he was married for 40 years he has not been a widower for 40 years he's been yeah but he hasn't dated in 40 what they're saying is like like since his wife right? right okay so one he hasn't dated like let's just call it professionally like i was doing um but the other thing is that since he's been a widower he hasn't dated so that this was like his opportunity to finally find love. His daughters were rooting I mean, for him. That was literally how they set up the first right. episode was him going, I just haven't been there. I lost right. my wife. I need to find somebody. It exactly. was the, the whole foundation of the show. 100%, which then we come to find out allegedly he has dated and he's actually been kind of a serial dater where he has been in relationship mini relationships that were like months at a time and that he kind of used the same lines now and here's the thing i don't know i'm not going to equate this to the me too movement but just movements in general but when you hear 
other people say things out loud, it triggers something in you where you're like, wait, that happened to me too. Maybe it was nefarious. So when he's saying these things on broadcast television for all to see, it struck a chord with some of the gals he had previously dated. So maybe at that point, they weren't going to say something until they saw it and they were like, wait, no, he is not as squeaky clean as you think he is. But also, he's not as bad as they're making him out to be. I don't and, personally think this and it's is also, like a crime. It's also the same thing to, uh, you know, obviously, if you see somebody on TV and it strikes a chord. But it's the same thing, and we'll get to this too, if you, in real life, know somebody you hear somebody saying, oh, I, I'm dating Tom now. And you're like, wait a minute. I know somebody that dated Tom. Yeah. And then you're like, uh, shit, I need to tell you about this person. Literally just had lunch with somebody today. And we were talking about the dating situation out here. And we were as a girl and we were talking, actually talking about Jen and her professional dating. Oh. And then, uh, and then we were talking about how she just broke up with somebody because another guy, girl that had dated him gave her the lowdown on what he was like. And it was verbatim of what he's been doing and saying with her. So when do you you make the call for yourself? And when do you just take the advice of somebody else and you go, okay, forget it. Like, when do you, because you also have to understand this is maybe somebody's ex that's telling the story. So maybe their, their perspective is much more jaded and negative but you know the truth. There's always there's two sides to every story, and the truth lies in between type of a thing. So, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing with the Golden Bachelor, though, is that like he said he hadn't done he had, and if he was dating, like if he was out there again trying to find somebody, and he was really lonely and just being really sincere, and uh, then the show found him, and and all of a sudden this happened, then fantastic. But this dude, correct me if I'm wrong, dated this woman for like two and a half years. And, and what like, happened, Jen? What what there was like some bad story about him like he like made her move in with him and then asked for rent? Like what like it was it's a whole it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Um there was commentary that like he was not thrilled when she gained weight after stress and uh told her that like he wouldn't take her to his high school reunion looking like that. But like that may be the case. Let's say he said and did all of these things he is human, whatever. Should he go to like dating jail as a result and never find love again? I don't know. But what we do know is there are many people involved in his journey and they wanted this to work. So the way to do that was to media train him, was to create this hallmark version of this guy who's attractive to make him squeaky clean. Also, maybe there's a world too where they're releasing this stuff now because it actually makes him a little edgier and keeps him relevant. Like, otherwise, it would have ended. No one would have been talking about it ever again. We would have wrapped that recap and moved on with our lives. But the finale happened. This all came out around the same time. And we are still weeks later talking about this thing. So it might be part of the whole machine. I don't know. And I know that I always go to that, like, kind of not cynical, but like a little conspiracy theorist type of, I don't know, path, but maybe there's something to this and it's all part of what they created. All he had to say was I've made mistakes and I've tried again. I made mistakes in my past and I'm ready to like fix it. Do you know what I mean? Like that he, all he had to do was like one little sentence, one little blurb while he was getting, putting on his tuxedo to go meet the women at the fucking, at the mansion, one little blurb like that. And everything's taking, I mean, I mean, you're still a dick. 
for doing and saying those things if those are true. Right. But like, at least you admit to being a dick and you're ready to fix it. By the way, you know? the who she who he picked, Teresa, is like skin and bones, like scary skinny. Like I, I don't like I don't know how she walks the planet. Like bones. Like where it makes her look older than she is. Yeah, she looks like she's like shaking as she walks. Yes, and like cold. And cold. <laughs> so yeah. yes, give the girl a sweater. But maybe <laughs> that's his jam. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe that's, that's his jam. Type. But it is kind of fucked up that he also lied that said he didn't he hasn't been dating at all that's the like maybe again, was editing though too we don't know maybe he yeah. did say it and the editors were like eh, that's not compelling yeah because they are trying to create this image so you never know but that's where you have to go like with your own personal experience if this is something that you need to like make you know bring into your real life like how do you use this in your everyday dating practice like if somebody comes out and tells you something about the person you're dating, I think a couple things come into play. How long have you been dating this person? And who is giving you the information? Plus yeah. what you know from your personal experience about this person and then make the decision there. Because if it's just one date, this just happened to our very good friend, Jen. And I have a friend who went on a date with um, Amber Lancaster's ex-husband. Amber Lancaster publicly has talked about how her ex-husband cheated on her and she found Wait, who's out. Amber, who's Amber Lancaster? He is a, one of the Barker's Beauties on the Price is Right. She publicly on her Instagram and podcasts and things has talked about the experience. So we're sharing. It's not our news to tell, but she has told the story. She's more famous for being like on Instagram and TikTok than a Barker's Beauty. Uh, I mean, she's both. both. I think she parlayed like her appearance on that show and then created a whole I mean influential persona does anybody under the age of 60 watch prices right and then know know how to go on TikTok well yeah I mean she just she has I'm sure she has broadened her audience because of the platform but she also is a Barbara's beauty and the two things have worked together she allegedly her husband had been cheating on her for like over a year but she found out while she was like in the hospital, she had her baby premature and a very traumatic birth experience where she almost died. The baby was not well, like everyone's fine now, thank God. But she found like sexy pictures on her husband's phone because she was looking for pictures of the baby. And I think it was like not that far after she had had the baby. He was current cheating on her while she was like in the hospital, almost dying. Wait, so she she had a premature baby and then she couldn't see the baby because... She, yeah, it was she in the was like, I think they had to, yeah, and she, I think she had to be put under for a day or so or something like this because she had something happened to her. Um, and she, so she was like, during the birthing experience, they, I mean, I think she was like put under for some reason. I don't know when or how or exactly what, but something like that. So when she came to, it had been, you know, a couple of days and she finally got to hold the baby, but he was in the NICU and it was like very traumatic and all around, but thank God everybody's fine now. But so anyway, she almost died. Through. She literally yeah. almost died and giving birth to his baby, her baby too. But you know what I mean? And then she finds this out. And so our friend went on a date with this guy and it's like, you know, we don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but Amber has publicly talked about what happened to her. And it's like, well, you only went on one date with him. So like, there's many fish in the sea, like, unless you felt some crazy connection, like, Sorry, but this guy's going to have to be a victim of, of his own reputation. If you were friends with him forever and you kind of got to know him and he seemed like he got a good heart, but then all of a sudden he asked you out, then that's a little different. But I was like, I say you don't go on another date with this guy. Right, but like then, cut your losses. 
exactly. Like, sorry, dude, but if you make sure you think this person, do you think this friend is only intrigued? And I don't know her that well, but I'm just saying LA. Do you think she's only intrigued with this guy because he's part of this scandal? I'm not sure that she even knew who he was. Did she, Jen? So she did not. Um, she so how this all came to be was this morning she sent me a screenshot of him and who his ex-wife was, and I knew immediately that there was scandal. So like my spidey sense went off. I started digging into it and I sent it back to her and she was like, Yeah, I actually followed the story as it was happening because I met Amber and but I guess she had never seen this guy's face or maybe it didn't come up on the date. And she, I know that she kind of does things mm. very quickly. Um, mm. If she's looking into him now, after she went on the date, she missed the step of doing it before. So it seems like this sort of unfolded in a backwards way. So she was like, Oh fuck, that's you. Like that kind of thing. Instead of right. being like ignorant to it or, totally knowing about it and right. like educated about it. And no. instead she's like, Oh shit. It's like if somebody went on a, a, a date with Sandoval and yeah. didn't watch anything and was right. like, Oh fuck, that's you. Yeah. That that's was you. Like what it's like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Right. So did the girl say she had a good time on the date? I didn't ask because at that point when she showed me a picture, we did the digging, we figured out the scenario and like the six degrees of separation and how bad it was. Um, w- uh, that it became like a moot point because then we went on to some other subject and I'm sure that path will end very quickly. I think okay. she is not, I don't think she's interested when she was texting me about it, that she is interested in going back out with him again. But I, it did make me think like, you know, I mean, I don't like what this, I'm not excusing what this guy did, but I'm like, is he ever going to live it down? Does he ever get a shot at love again? I mean, he made maybe a not right away. Maybe you I mean, it's been for- years. It's been years. It's been like four oh. years, probably. No, four oh. years though is nothing in the scheme of having a baby, getting a divorce, all of that. Like imagine yeah. Fuck that. Still four years is a lot of time. It. Four years is fucking high school. Four years is college. No, exactly. But- I- I think that's, that's you know, you have to think about it. Listen, I don't like what he did. I wouldn't go on a date with him. I wouldn't want any of my friends dating him. But then at the same time, if I knew him, maybe I don't know. I'm just saying, let's live in a world where maybe, and I'm somebody was Amber was like a mentally abusive person. I don't know that she is. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, generally speaking, if someone goes to cheat, like there's never an excuse, but are they in a really bad relationship? Are they being treated badly? Like is the relationship, has it been like gone for years and they kind of strayed? Like what are the details of the story? Is this guy a really nice guy? Is he a really nice guy? And he caught caught up in something really bad. Like what he also went on a self-exploration journey after sure. And in the four years he's grown a lot, but if you think about it, wait, but listen, if you think about the three of us, you know you still have triggers from somebody who hurt you, and we were not hurt in the way that she was. So, Jen, you definitely hold on to triggers from some places yeah. a long time ago. Because other it people hurt can, me deeply. other people can move past it quickly, or it other people depends. can yeah. figure. I mean, the person that hurt you is like married with two kids. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like, he obviously wasn't the same person that did that stuff to you, right? So, like, like Lauren's saying, maybe there was something else we don't know on the other side. Sure, Amber could take her time. Maybe four years isn't enough to get past it. She's had multiple boyfriends since as well. 
and is now right. moving into a house with her current boyfriend. Seems like they're very serious together. So this, I, I thought this, I thought this Amber thing happened like no. six months ago. No, no, and no, now, no. And now your friend is dating four years. Who cares? That's well, so I mean, I long ago. I wouldn't say who cares somewhere in the middle, Rob, maybe like not totally who cares, but again, people make maybe put mistake. it in your, in your knowledge pouch, exactly. and put it in your back pocket. <laughs> but like, but like four, I mean, God, if people blame me for shit I did four years That's ago. What I know. I'm just saying like, then you feel bad, like saying, don't go on a date with this guy. Who am I to say, don't go on a date with this guy. Maybe he's great or great for her, or for our friend. I just, you, I can't help but hear, know this thing about him and be like, Ooh, and that's right. the thing. at the end of the day, you make shitty decisions. Maybe you're a victim of your own reputation. And now you have to like karmically like work harder to move past that because unfortunately everyone knows about it and you probably, it was wrong of you to do anyway. So I don't know, but also this sounds like the girl had a big podcast or a big podcast, a big Instagram or whatever following. And he didn't. Yeah. Right. Cause he hasn't gone on any kind of social yeah. media so and try to like, no explanation that anybody knows. Right. So like, that's the thing too. It's like, you're literally only hearing the, like the bereaved version of the 100%. fucking story, which and isn't necessarily right. But like, Four years. And and we're also talking about the Golden Bachelor's ex-girlfriend of however many years ago. That also was clearly didn't end well or sounds like there was. Now, how long ago was that? Because that can't have been four years ago. I mean, it could have been. I don't know. But no, no, he's like 71. Like, it, it sounds like it was much more recent and probably why it triggers her so much. But wait, you guys, really quickly, speaking of recent things. And or maybe this has been going on and I'm just under a rock, but like recently it's come out more and more that Gigi Hadid and Bradley Cooper are in a relationship, like yeah. a real one. Oh yeah. They were first spotted in the very beginning of October. He is 48 and he has a daughter and she is 28 and she has a daughter. So the age difference is large, but maybe the children thing there kind of gives them some common ground. But like, I think here's what I think about the, that, like when you're in the business that we're like in the entertainment world and all that other shit, it's a, it's a, for some reason. And I know that the, the phrase is Peter Pan and all that other whatever. And like daddy issues and all that other shit. But like, there's something about a level playing field in that city where like, you don't really, that age difference doesn't really matter there. You know, um, yeah. if you go to fucking like bumfuck Minnesota, and a 50 year old dating a 25 year old. That's probably, they're probably in completely different places in their fucking life. Yeah. And you, you also know? have to take into consideration too, that Gigi Hadid has lived the life of like an 80 year old person by the age of 25 with right. her. Like she's a supermodel. She's traveling the world. She's, you know, so that, that definitely comes into play, but Wait, I think but what about references? Like that's yeah. my biggest issue with age difference is when you don't, uh, like speak the same language because somebody won't get your reference. If you make a joke or you refer to a movie or a song or but like- then there's the other side of that where like I live <laughs> this weekend, this past weekend, I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram, but this past weekend, I, my neighbor uh, turned 31 and she had a nineties themed birthday party because they were born in the nineties. All the people, they were born in the nineties. And I was the guy that went to high school in 19 or went to college in 1994. So like they, I was literally the old guy at the party and they were asking me for references for music to play and like all that other stuff. And they're like, what was that video where the dude was jumping up and down on the thing? And I'm like, smash mouth. They're like, yeah, smash mouth. You know what I mean? And so like it, like, 
But then there's see, the other side of not having anything in common to Jen's point. Then there's something cool about being able to teach. I was that just going to say about like, oh, you haven't seen this movie. Oh, you don't know. Say anything. Oh, but, you don't know this song. Like I can show you this song for the first Jen, time. But Jen, you can relate because this also happens depending on where you come from geographically. Daniel's probably teaching you a ton of shit about references and things like that, that you would never even heard of before because he's and words. That's what I'm saying. James, (laughs) James and I are not that far apart in age. We're like three or four years apart in age, but he's from the East coast. Do you know how many phrases and things that he says? And I'm like, what is that? And it comes from like where he was born and raised and like where he grew up and, it's not even in a different country. So th- that can come into play depending on where you come from to like geographic religions and cultures and all sorts of things. Exactly. So, I mean, I think, but the, the real thing is, is people are a little like, Ooh, this is happening really fast. You know, that's always a red flag when like a relationship happens super fast. People are worried that Gigi and Bradley's relationship is on steroids. Like calm down. Like this is, it's going to burn out real quick. And like, then what's going to happen? Um, I think also recently, didn't somebody spot both of them, uh, both of his or his current girlfriend, Gigi and his ex at Bradley's food truck? Yeah. I wonder what that was like. I don't understand why that's a big deal. Like if he has a baby with somebody, doesn't Arena, isn't that his baby's mama or whatever? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the bigger deal is like, isn't Gigi going back and forth between Bradley Cooper and someone else? Like, isn't she, isn't she spotted or that's Arena? That's Irina. She's been spotted with like Bradley Cooper and then she's dating somebody well, new. Well, this is another thing. When kids come into play, you better be okay with your current person's ex because it, you can't – like there's no way around that. So they probably all have to be in consideration of that because they Bradley and Gigi both have kids. So you have to be okay with it because that is how you co-parent like – somebody's involved in the other child, the child's life. Like you there, it's going to happen. So get, be okay with it. Like Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow. They have kids together. And now I didn't know this. You guys, I might be living under a rock. I guess Chris Martin is dating Dakota Johnson for years. Hey, yeah. You've definitely had, been living. No, I know. Rock. I know that they've been dating for three years. I had no clue. And apparently Gwyneth and, um, Dakota are like really good friends. There was like a picture of them on Instagram holding hands, but that's a great example. I think Gwyneth obviously has. Do we think that Dakota and Gwyneth, because they're both Nepo babies, do you think that they kind of like maybe grew up together or like in the same, like, like knew each other through the same crowds for a long time? I'm sure that was probably. Daniel's ex was Gwyneth Paltrow. I would bestie the shit out of her. I'd be like, Gwyneth Paltrow also seemingly and publicly and openly has her finger on the pulse of like progressive relationships. So I think you know, when they consciously uncoupled and stuff like clearly, and she's remarried and whatever. I think they obviously, you know, have an understanding about how to do it in a, like how to separate in a diplomatic kind of mature way. And I do think when you have kids, you don't have a choice. So they're a great example. If anyone out there is like trying to figure out how to do this, read. Well, how about, how about the Jennifer Lopez and Jennifer Garner situation? Yeah. Are they not, are they not, friendly i don't know they're friendly but ben affleck is such a fucking boston mass hole like he just does his own thing and he like oh you know whatever but like he apparently jennifer golden is really angry because jennifer jennifer golden oh jennifer golden apparently jennifer gardner 
Jenny G, as I call them both. Okay. Apparently, Jenny G's. Gosh, too many Jennifer. There's too many Jens in this situation. So confused. So Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> Jennifer Gardner is mad at Jennifer Lopez because Jennifer Lopez lets Ben Affleck smoke as much as he wants, and that's affecting his health. And she's worried that her baby's daddy's not going to be around, which is going to affect her kids, and then also smoking around her kids. You know. Yeah. So now Jennifer Gardner's got an issue with Jennifer Lopez because Lopez is like, it's his life. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. And she's oh. like, no, he can't. You know, Way to be a cool wife. Which exactly, which is probably later. the whole dynamic of like how his marriage went with both of them, which is probably why he mm-hmm. went to JLo and away from Jay Gar. I mean, he left Jennifer Gardner a long time ago. And actually, I think she might have left him for probably worse behavior. But. I don't know, Lauren, wouldn't you feel some sort of way if I would feel? Yeah, I I understand that. I understand that. I mean, listen, it is on the more extreme, like end of the spectrum of like being worried about your kids and the baby daddy. I get it. It's a real concern, but also like, I mean, yeah, smoking around your kids though I get, but like longevity of life. Like, I mean, there's only so much you can control about that, but yeah, smoking is clearly a bad (laughs) fact. And I I get it too. But then there's a point where you're like, Hey, you take care of the kids on you, whatever the fuck you want. This is my life over here. Like you don't get to tell me how to no, live yeah. my life anymore. That's why I think it's a little extreme. But like, yeah, I think, you know, you definitely have to be concerned and open to thinking about what goes on when your kids aren't with you, who they're spending time with, other relationships that are involved in your kids' lives, like how that affects everybody. So yes, like being cool and communicative and open to talking about boundaries and needs with everybody, like including your own partner and then your exes and then their current partners. This is all a thing. Like it does affect everybody. It's all connected. So the kids, you, everybody. So it would be good to be on terms to like good terms. It would make stuff like that easier, but that's some, you know, sometimes you are dealing with an ex that's like a horrible person and you can't actually communicate with them. So you don't have that luxury, but if you can be like Gwyneth, if you can, <laughs> if you can, well, you know, we we just discussed a lot of different types of blended families, um, including Lauren's experience with the whole blended family bit. And, you know, just like them, we are also a blended family and you are part of that family. So tune in each week as we discuss more dating and relationshipy stuff and blended families and whatnot. But while you're there, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share the show with a friend. And if you want to join the class of master daters, which we know you do, don't forget to follow us on social media at complicated show, where you can also find me at Jennifer golden. Cause I'm on all the social meds. You, you are to all of them all well i don't i don't i'm like a voyeur i don't really post on anything but yeah okay. i'm there are you on threads i am on threads are you still on x yeah i don't i refuse but yes i am oh lord okay well you can follow me at forever's evers f-o-r-e-v-e-r-s e-v-o-r-s on instagram and you can follow me at lauren leonelli on all the social meets but by that i mean just instagram because that's kind of just where i live All right, y'all. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers.